from sheisconference.org and Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the She Is Community Podcast. Well, welcome to the She Is Community Podcast. This is Kim Massengale, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today. And I honestly have one of my favorite people on the planet with us today, um, my friend Courtney Good. She lives in Thessaloniki, Greece, which is also one of my favorite places on the planet. Courtney, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to talk with you. Well, tell us, um, tell us a little bit about you and Peter and your family and, and what you guys are up to. Absolutely. Um, so we're originally uh, from Pennsylvania, uh, from the Reading area. And uh, we have now been in Thessaloniki, Greece. We came here in June of 2015. It was just me and Peter at the time, my husband. And um, I was pregnant with my first baby. Uh, I was a few months pregnant when we moved here. Uh, prior to that, I was pastoring at a church in the States for almost nine years. I was an, I was an associate pastor in serving in different role, roles. Um, and yeah, but we, we came to Greece. We visited here. We were leading our, our young adult uh, ministry team, our young adult ministry, and we brought a team over in 2012 and just really felt God speaking to us and, and calling us to be a part of building the church here. And so... So we did it. We jumped in. And so mm-hmm. it took us a little while um, just to go through that process of getting here. But but we made it here in 2015. I've been here. It'll be five years this June, which is amazing to think about. We had another That's baby. Crazy. Yeah. So we had another baby boy uh, along the way, too. So I have a four-year-old girl named Maven and a two-year-old boy named Britton. And they are amazing. And your life is super full. Yeah. So <laughs> it is, but I, I think that's how we like it. So, yeah. <laughs> as much as I'm always like, oh, and it's going to slow down in the next season, I don't actually know that that's what I want. So I'm just yeah. trying to accept that reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. And there's definitely, um, there's definitely seasons where it may be a tad slower, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I would like to tell you that it's going to slow down. It's just going to look no. different. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just going to look different. So, yeah. Well, um, so we met you guys, gosh, right before you moved there. Yeah. Like, I can't remember if it was 2014 or 2015, but I just, yeah, it like, was in 2014. Like it, yeah. Yeah. It was like instant friendship. Like I my know. heart was just connected like immediately to you. And I remember, um, like we had just met, but we were, I was doing a, a girls, young adult small group and wanted you to come over. So you came over and joined our, our Bible study and just shared your heart. And, um, you know, and I just was like, someday I am going to go to, to Thessaloniki and, and take some people with me. And so we did, we, we came, um, Gosh, it's all a blur now. 2016, yeah, I think. yeah, mm-hmm. that was our first time, and and then we loved it so much. We came back in. Am I getting this right? 2018. Don't ask me for dates. I don't know. I know <laughs> it's so terrible. My and and with this COVID um, season, I don't even know what today is or the date. Uh, yeah, or really day of the week. I know. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm so with but, you on that. <laughs> But I really, um, man, I love, 
I love where you live. Like I could get really emotional about it because I just, I love it. And I I am maybe a little emotional because we're supposed to be getting on a plane May 12th to come see you. And we had to to reschedule it, which I I know it's rescheduled and not you know, canceled forever, but I'm, ju- I'm heartbroken. I honestly. finally, I'm so I sad. finally pulled the trigger yesterday actually to cancel mm-hmm. the reservations. Like we know, you oh, know for a while you're not yes. coming and I just couldn't do it. And so finally yesterday I was like, I have to, <laughs> I have to cancel these. <laughs> it's time to face I reality. Know. I know. Well, when, um, yeah, we were waiting for United to cancel our flights. So I think they can't, they officially like canceled okay. uh, last week or something. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, this is real. It's really not happening. I know. I'm just, I'm bummed about it, but it's not a surprise to God. No. So what is, what's life in Greece like right now with, with COVID? Um, you know, I'm actually so, so proud of how Greece has handled this whole thing. It's been really strict. Um, Greece responded really, really fast. Like we were shutting, I think if I remember correctly, we shut thing, everything down before we even had our first death. So they've been really, really, um, uh, strict and, and proactive about the measures they put in place. So in, in one sense, it's made life interesting because you know in addition to some of the the typical restrictions that that you guys are probably facing in America um we have some other ones you know where you can't leave the house without um sending a text message to the government with uh with one of the reasons that one of the approved reasons that you're leaving you're allowed to leave to go to the grocery store yeah it's it's really strict um grocery store bank pharmacy you're allowed to go for a walk um, are only within walking distance of your house. You are allowed to walk your dog, go to the doctor, and um, and that's about it. Uh, and so you're not allowed to wow. have more than two people in a car. So when when it first started, I remember I was like, I just need to get out of the house. We'd only been in the house for two weeks at that point in time, and they hadn't mm-hmm. yet put the driving restriction in place. So so we just went for a drive, you know, because it just felt like ah, oh. yeah. Because we live, I mean, you know this, but but we live in Thessaloniki is a city of. Uh, over a million, and we live probably at the biggest intersection in the entire city. Um, so it is loud all the time, and it is energy, and just, it just never sleeps. And there's people yelling in the streets all night, and um, <laughs> and it's cars, and it's you know. It, it, so the, the the silence has been like we can hear the birds, which is the strangest things. Wow, the strangest thing, you know. Um, but still, we were like, oh, we, we, you know, we need to go out and go for a drive. So we went out for a drive, and the next day they announced that you can't, you can't just go for a drive anymore, and you can't have more than two people in the car if you do need to use your car to go to a grocery store or something. So, um, so it's been really, really, uh, really strict. Um, but, yeah. it, I mean, but the results have been phenomenal. Um, you know, we've, they've really, it's, Greece has been very, like, this example of, of success. Um, so we've gone, mm. so, that, so it's, it's been good. It's been worth it. And, um, yeah, it was weird, though. This past weekend, our Easter, the Orthodox Easter is a week after, this year was a week after yours. And so it is the right. biggest, it's the biggest weekend of the year for Greeks. It's the most important by far mm-hmm. the most important weekend of the year. And so the measures are really strict. You couldn't go to family members' house. They put a driving restriction, a movement restriction in place where you couldn't travel at all over the weekend. And so 
Wow. I think that was hard, but it was really, there was this really special moment. The way that Greeks celebrate Easter is on the Saturday night before, you know, Easter Sunday. Um, they, uh, they go to a, the church and they're at midnight. There's this, this service, this mass. And then at midnight, this, this candle, the, everyone has the, this, the holy light is, is um, passed from candle to candle to candle. And everyone has this beautiful candle lighting service through the whole city. So we're interested to see what happened because churches um, mm -hmm. were shut down. And so at midnight um, we went out on our balcony and people all over the balcony, all over the city were out in their balconies with their candle and um, there's fireworks because there's always wow. midnight fireworks and people were, you know, yelling Christos Anesti, which is Christ is risen. And, um, and wow. it was a really special moment uh, to see that, you know, uh, that, that it was still, it was still going on. It was still being celebrated. Christ was still being mm -hmm. remembered. Um, you know, even if we couldn't go through the normal traditions and things. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it, was cool. it was a really special. It was really special, actually. It'll definitely be an Easter you'll never oh, forget. Absolutely. I mean, I mean for us too. But but that's just a, it's a really awesome yeah. memory for you guys. It, it wow. Cool. So you guys you lead uh, Zoe mm -hmm. in Thessaloniki, which just feels like a home away from home mm, for us yeah. and for me every time I get to come and um and so. Man, one of the, the my favorite things about where you guys live is you live in a city where Paul mm -hmm. actually preached. And that just blows my mind every time right. I come and get to see, like, biblical ruins mm -hmm. and all of those things. But, um, but you guys lead Zoe. It's an incredible, incredible community. And, and you guys are really you value community. I mean, you, you do so many different things yeah. to reach your community, like, your English club and you, you do your, your dinner nights mm -hmm. and, um, and all of those things. And so all of those things can't happen right now. So how are you guys building, like still trying to build community during this time? You know, I think that's the thing that people have been missing and longing for the most, you know, cause it is such a church is not, it's so much more than the service for us. One of the things that's helped, mm -hmm. there's been a few things that, I mean, nothing compares I, there, the community that we have now, you know, it, it's not the same, you know, I and mean, we're doing, we're right. doing our best. Um, but there's nothing like, you know, cause we would do connect community dinners on Wednesday nights and, and, and come all come around this big long table. And it was, it's just incredible mm -hmm. um, who would come, you know, people that would never yeah. hang out together are all sitting around this table. And, and it's the reason that people keep coming back. And that's what they say to us over and over. There's something special about the community here. And so, so we haven't been, you know, it's not the same, but we've been doing a few things. Um, and for us, one of the big things, um, for us, it's I, I, just like the rest of the world, we're, we're getting by on Zoom. And so um, after church, right. we always do our online lounge. And that's where um, everybody who's watching the service is welcome to pop on a Zoom call and just to hang out. So yeah, so we have an hour long service on Sunday night, and then everybody hops on a Zoom chat and hangs out for another hour, hour and a half or whatever. And so, um, wow. which is really cool to be able to see everybody and, um, and even people that that attended Zoe for a season and, and now we're back in, you know, other countries to hop on there and see that they're still connected and still consider Zoe a home away from home is really special too. Um, and then, so then tonight we have our Bible study, which, 
Um, we are having more people attend Bible study via Zoom than we are having attend in real life, um, oh, wow. which is, is really cool to see that that's happening and that that's still going forward. And it's been really good. We're just walking through um, the book of Mark together and it's been it's it's really cool. So um, that's awesome. yeah. So just finding ways to do that and then just just grassroots, just very, you know, just staying connected. Everybody's doing a really good job, just intentionally reaching out to one another and supporting one another. So, yeah, our good friends in Ireland, um, they said the same thing that they're having more people join their zoom Bible study than they did in person. And, and that's just like, I, I just love that. I love that God is, you know, using something like zoom and, um, bringing people in, even though you can't be there in person. So that's just, it makes my heart happy. Absolutely. And you know what, Kim, it's just, it's, I also find that, you know, this has changed. I I read something today that was talking about when we do reopen the church, not looking at it as we are reopening because we're not going back Mm -hmm. to church the way it was, but to look at it as, as relaunching. And that was a really yeah. interesting perspective. And I don't, I don't remember who said that to, to give credit, but it really, it's, I think it's really important because for us, um, there's something we, so it's been really interesting to, we're hosting our services online for the first time and um, mm-hmm. like many people, but here it's not something that's very common in Greece. And there is a, there is um, a stigma about, about churches and there's this mystery and, it is a very, very big step for someone to come to church because there's this huge, it's huge stigma. And so all yeah. of a sudden people have this, this access like never before. And I think even at Zoe, we mm-hmm. moved from, we moved to a storefront building on the main uh, square in the center, which, which gave people a different level of access. And we saw fruit from that, but now we're having, you know, we're, it's just another level of, of access. And that's, that's always the goal is to give people access to the gospel. And, um, and so we've seen people that have never attended a service who are now coming and checking it out online. And to, to that to me, that's wow. amazing. And that's just evidence that God is mm-hmm. at work in all of this. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Yeah. And I, um, you know, just talking about your storefront, even I, I love your space. Mm-hmm. It's, um, man, it's such a God, a God space and just such a cool, um, a cool area. So I can't wait to see what, you know, once we do relaunch, um, you know, what, how God brings people in just cause they've encountered you online yeah, or that. So that's awesome. excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, you know, your situation would be a little bit more like New York city where you guys are kind of stacked on top mm-hmm. of each other. You're living in small spaces, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have yards to go out right. into, and you have two littles that live in your home. Yeah. So how, how are you managing? How are you staying sane? I realize that you may not totally be I, I'm not, sane, but I'm how, not staying sane. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're real on this yes. podcast. So tell me like, <laughs> tell me how you guys are doing and, and how you're, I guess, coping and, and yeah. handling things during this time as a family and just personally. And what are some things that you're doing personally to, I don't know, self-care? Yeah, and- absolutely. Um, first of all, I am married to the most amazing man on the planet and he is just mm-hmm. so good at 
recognizing uh, the kids think this is the greatest thing because they're like, Oh, extra mama time. Because um, before this I was, I was in school full time for, for language learning um, plus the work that I was doing in ministry. So, um, and some of that was from home. A lot of that was out of the home. And so they're just like all this extra time at home. My, my daughter's not in school. So she right now because of the closing. So she's just like, Oh, it, so she would wake up every morning and say, <laughs> is it mama day again today? And um, so she's like <laughs> loving life. But so they just see it as like, play with me, play with me, you know? And, um, and you know, um, I'm, I just confess also that I am the worst parent in the world when it comes to like imaginary play with my kid. Like mom, will you be a mermaid? No, I don't want to be. Does that make me a bad mom? I don't want to be a mermaid. (laughs) I was the same way when my kids were little. Yes, I was like, no, I'm not going to be a mermaid. Do you want to go bake cupcakes with me? We can do that, you know? And so kind of also figuring out how to meet their needs for um just for love and attention while also like not driving myself too crazy (laughs) um doing all these things but my husband's also just been so good peter's been amazing about recognizing where i've when i've kind of um hit my limit um because what i'm finding because i'm still doing school and then there's also all this ministry stuff that keeps going um, but like everybody else, you're finding that, how do you do this while the kids are at home and, and juggling all of right. these things and the kids see it as, oh, mom's home and she can play. And you're like, no, I'm <laughs> on this Zoom call and I had to do this. And so, um, so yeah, he'll just say, Hey, I got the kids. You go for a walk and go listen to a podcast or go listen to whatever you're going to listen to it. So that has been, um, you know, that I think has been, um, helpful. And then I think too, just my mentality of, um, Early on, I saw a post or something that said something along the lines of kids aren't going to remember all the details, um, all the circumstances. They're not going to understand it all, but they will remember mm-hmm. how you made them feel in this. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's good. kind of like they're going to remember the atmosphere that I create in my home through this. That's what's going to stick with them 10 years from now or, you know, however long yeah. is, is the atmosphere I'm creating in my home. And, um, and so some of that is, you know, just being mindful of, am I creating a, a, a place of peace and a place of joy and a place, you know, and some of that is yeah. just accepting what has to change and accepting that I can't maybe be as productive in this season as I want to be. And my kids are worth it. And, um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just a season and, you know, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, That's really I don't know if that answers that, but <laughs> no, it does. Well, and, and two, like giving yourself grace for the days that you don't do yes. it well, like, cause, cause you are <laughs> like you guys, I mean, all of us, but especially when you're trapped, like in a, in a, you know, a smaller yeah. apartment with nowhere to go really like you have to give yourself grace and your language school is yeah. intense. Like, <laughs> Uh, are you still, cause when you were meeting in person, it was basically a 40 hour yeah. week for you. Is it that way? My, right the now? classes are about the same amount of time, uh, maybe reduced okay. by a half hour a day, but then the, the study time with, with the study time factored in, it still ends up being pretty intense. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're not just sitting around like twiddling. No, thumbs, I like, keep wondering I what you're going to do. I keep with reading your day. all these people that are like, "What hobbies are you picking up for quarantine?" You're like, right. "Who has time for hobbies?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, some of my friends are, you know, 
doing puzzles <laughs> and crafts which is awesome. and all kinds you of know, things. It's, it's, it's it awesome. is awesome. Like, yeah. This is not. This, yeah. this this is not my yeah. reality. <laughs> I'm still. Which working. is yes. So that's been like a good yeah. thing too to realize is that everybody's yeah. experiencing this differently, and you know, yeah. and it's so easy to you know to play the comparison game one way, one direction or the other. Yeah. Like, you know, and and so some of that I've had absolutely. to be really careful about too. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I would even say that you know, with like looking at church online and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody depending on where they're at and, and how they're having to do mm-hmm. things and their manpower and all of that, it's, it's all different. So we certainly can't get into like, Oh, well their services, right. Man, it's really right. well produced and, and it's just, we can't just, we can't yeah. go there. And so, I, yeah, we need to be um, more mindful than ever about the comparison game. And yet at the same time, because yes. our whole world has moved online, it's even harder to be more mindful of that because yeah. that is just all around. You're so right. Man, I just had a thought and oh. it left me, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I think, I think something I'm just learning in this season is, I mean, I, you're an extrovert. You're a seven on the Enneagram. You know what, Kim? No. And, okay. what? Listen, you're I not. am an extrovert. I'm absolutely an extrovert. Okay. This is a whole different topic. But you're not I a seven? I did major self-discovery. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And does it, I feel like this is totally irrelevant to the conversation right now. No, we, we love Do you like, to go okay. off topic. Um, I was like, yes. you know... This seven is me on a good day, you know, like seven, you know, it's like on my best, most carefree day, I'm a seven, right? But there's something that just mm-hmm. didn't resonate with me at my core. And I mm-hmm. realized I am a one. And I would, oh. which, which makes sense because ones in their growth points or whatever function as with yeah. traits of a seven, but I would never have guessed it because I always thought ones are like these meticulously tidy routine clean whatever and they can be but Mm -hmm. some ones are Mm -hmm. just like one in like like right in certain areas of life like the moral ethical whatever areas and then don't care about stuff like your mess (laughs) so anyway (laughs) so that was we've been having some self-discovery and peter did Peter kind of has blown off the whole Enneagram thing and just did some self-discovery this week. Right. It was like, oh my gosh, he figured out who he was and it was like, oh my word. <laughs> so That's so I good. Know. I love that. Steph's going to be so, Steph McCoy's going to tell her. So she, doesn't, she doesn't need to know. <laughs> she doesn't need to know. <laughs> she's not, she's going to lose a fellow seven. But you're right. Ones do go to seven when they're growing. So that's, no, it's good to like finally find that number that you're like, yes, yeah. this is me. So. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I, know. I, know. I love it. It's so interesting. Anyway, so yes, but extrovert, definitely extrovert is where you're going yeah. with that. Yes. And I yes. am an introvert and I've realized that. So I'm like an ambivert. Mm. I love to be around people. I miss like my mm-hmm. coffee dates. I miss like gathering for church so much. Um, but I don't mind being oh. at home all the time. Like, so that's something that like really hasn't bothered me too much. Um, and, and I think part of it is I am still working. So I am still like, I do still have stuff to do. Um, but you know, connecting over FaceTime and those kind of things is, has been great. And I'm still doing like a lot of zoom calls and that sort of thing. But 
Yeah, I've definitely like I've been okay being home, and I, I think I would be okay being home for a little okay. while longer. And people think I'm probably crazy <laughs> for that. <laughs> hey, it's okay, but everybody's different. <laughs> well, part of it too is this is normally our super mm. busy season. Like normally, mm. our fourteen-year-old Emma would be um, in mm-hmm. dance track oh, and cross. And so, um, normally I would be running all over the free planet, you know, going to her games and that sort yeah. of thing. And so I think I've really enjoyed, cause I remember last year how, just how crazy it was. And honestly, I was kind of dreading it this spring. Um, I ended up having like emergency surgery mm-hmm. after that season last mm-hmm. year. And it, it really, um, it really made me pause and, and kind of was a check for hmm. me. And I'm not saying my appendix, I don't know that my appendix ruptured because I was under stress, right. but, um, so I was, but I was kind of dreading this season. Um, and so, you know, we're not doing any of that and, um, and it's, it's been nice, nice yeah. you know, so, um, and then Abby, our daughter is graduating hmm. high school. And so, um, you know, we're getting some extra time around her and, and honestly, she doesn't love, she never loved high school. Mm -hmm. So she's not sad necessarily about missing out on going to school every day. Um, but she is missing like, man, I'm not having my senior prom and I'm not, you know, graduation is supposed to happen in August now. And, you know, just some of those things that, that she's sad about, but you know, but overall we're, we're doing pretty good. And, um, you know, I just think that it's just reminding you said earlier about everybody's, it looks mm-hmm. different for everybody and, and understanding that. And I, I made the mistake of like last time on this podcast, I think I said that we're all in the same boat and I, I want to like correct mm-hmm. that statement because the fact is, is we, yes, we're all like mm-hmm. in the COVID boat all over the globe, but, but all of our books right. look very different. Um, you know, some people are really struggling yeah. financially. Um, you know, if you're in a, a third world country where, you know, man, this is like mm-hmm. devastating, um, you know, just financially and, and it is, you know, all over, but it, we're not all in the same boat. It, it all looks so different for, from even house, right. house mm-hmm. to house, you know, um, and so it's understanding that, but, um, but yeah, so what, like, I want to hear something that you really love about Greece. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I love, I love Greece so much. I, I, I think that I love the people so much. I feel like I have learned more about authentic community, um, just being here, um, and so it's, it's a part of who we are as a church, but, but it's also just a part of this culture and they do community so, so well. And, um, and I love that, uh, that, that people just really take the time for, um, just for relationships and really, really, really prioritize that. And it's, um, and it's a different pace of life. Um, typically like there's not, um, 
because we still want to drive at our like American work pace and, and we typically do. And that's a different pace yeah. than people live here because they really, really, not mm-hmm. that they, I mean, they're hardworking, but it's just there, there is a time to shut off and really just pour into relationships. And, um, and so I think that's one of the things that I love so much is that spirit of community, which has taught me, um, so much. I remember somebody kind of called me out, um, when I had been living here, maybe a year and (laughs) I referred to somebody in our church as my friend. And she said to me, she Mm -hmm. said, we're not friends. We just see each other at church every Sunday. (laughs) And I was like, and to me, um, you know, there were so many, you know, being on staff at a large church, there were so many people that I would call friends and still do. It's not that they're not friends. Um, but, but that was, it was, it was a different understanding. What I, what I've experienced is that there's a different, maybe a different expectation that goes into friendship here, if that makes sense. Like, like you're not just calling somebody your friend because you see them at church every Sunday. Like if you're really, cause she said to me, like, Mm -hmm. do we talk during the week ever? Do you send me text messages? And I was like, no, I need to work on that. And, um, (laughs) but it it was this really confronting thing, but at the same time, it was like this, uh, maybe there's something, maybe, maybe I need to give more weight to this. And, um, so anyway, I've, I've learned a lot from that, I think. So, um, Hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm naturally very work driven. And so I'm naturally, if I can throw myself into work and throw myself into a program and, uh, that's kind of where I, I thrive. I can measure success. I can be in control of something. I can feel yeah. like I'm achieving something. And so this is kind yeah. of, and even when I came over here, I came over with this, like almost this built in idea of like, I need to create a program for hospitality. I need to create a program for community at the church mm-hmm. and rather than letting those things like, uh, I've had to kind of change my mentality. I've learned to change my mentality of, 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 I think the word that God's really put on my heart is this idea of cultivating. And, um, so rather than like yeah. programming and, 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 and all these things, it's how am I cultivating community? How am I cultivating discipleship? How am wow. I cultivating those things? And so, um, yeah, that's so that's so been, good. that's, that's one of the things I just love about the people here. They're so warm and they're so friendly and they're so good at community. So. Mm -hmm. And I, I can attest to that. Like that's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. things about coming there. And, and you mentioned like when you have your, Mm -hmm. your community nights, Mm -hmm. your dinner, your dinners, um, like I've witnessed just wow the, um, you're, mm-hmm. it's like a melting pot of all mm-hmm. sorts of people that, that you said would on a normal day probably wouldn't hang right. out together, but it's just this beautiful community. And it's, it's what I picture that Jesus mm-hmm. did, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when he was on this earth, like, I, and I just, like I said, I could get so emotional about it because mm-hmm. it is, it's so beautiful what you guys are, are doing. And I know that sometimes it could probably be discouraging yeah. you know, not seeing maybe the, the yeah. increase and you know you're not like wow we're running a thousand right. overnight yeah. like um 
you know, but, but what I just want to like say to you, what you guys are doing is beautiful. And, um, and like, I love being a part of it when I'm able to come. It's, I love to like sit back and watch you guys and just observe what you're, what you are cultivating there because it is, it is beautiful. And I know that it's hard, um, at times, but, um, but wow, you guys definitely are graced to be there. And, um, and I can't wait to, I I can't wait to come and see you. And the, and can we just say that? Well, of course, that's a given. (laughs) It is amazing. (laughs) One of my favorite parts about Greece is the food and then um, your cafes because um, now I know like Greek coffee is different, but um, but you just have this cafe culture where people do just yeah. sit and talk and I and I love that like that's, that's so who that's I am amazing. and so yeah. I love that culture. But well, um, you know we. We love you guys so much, and I can't. I'm hoping you get to come to She Is I this know. year and be a part. I would of love conference. that. Like I'm praying I that know. happens. Um, you know, but just know that we we love you, and we are we're praying for you. And I'm just I'm glad that you know our community gets to hear from you today because you brought you brought some nuggets oh, of, of wisdom and just some really well, good and your community has you, been Courtney. such a just has it just enabled and empowered so much of what we're doing here and so um tangibly in in the way that you resource us but also just gosh you have been one of the greatest sources of encouragement and sometimes that's the greatest need honestly just to keep going and to keep moving forward that you know um, and mm-hmm. so you guys have been a greater blessing than you'll ever know and, um, have really, really empowered us to do what we do. And so we're so, so, so grateful, um, for you guys. Yeah. Well, and can I just say, I'll give a shout out to Peter because, uh, he is the reason why I don't have carpet <laughs> downstairs any longer and why my wallpaper is gone in two of my rooms because he, uh, when you guys were here a few years ago, he decided for my 40th birthday that I needed <laughs> the carpet removed and to expose the wood floors. And I came home one day and literally like all of my wallpaper was gone out of one room. And so uh, you guys are a blessing uh, in more ways than one. Oh, uh, I love you guys. You really are like dear friends. And, um, and so just know that we're praying for you and, um, and yes. I really, we're going to see each other soon. I have faith. Absolutely. I believe it. Absolutely. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the She Is Community podcast. It was so great to hear from Kim and Courtney and just listen to their conversation about everything that's going on right now, the church, how to stay connected and their friendship. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications when new episodes come out. Have a great rest of your day. 